Blog Talk Radio. Praise God from whom all blessings flow. Praise him, all creatures here below. Praise Father, Son, Heavenly Host. Praise Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. This is our call to worship. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Our feet shall be standing in thy gates, O Jerusalem. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Is the highest praise. Our order of worship today reads as follows. 1130, welcome song. 1132, that's me, presider, Sister Vicki, call to worship. Intercessory prayer, Sister Kamisha, song, scripture reading and opening prayer, Mother Kimmons. Pastoral observation, pastor, praise and worship, altar call, God's spoken word, pastor, benediction. It's good to be in the house today. Y'all looking good out there today. It's worship in pink. We uh, give honor to God, Pastor Black, all the ministerial staff, Pastor Lee in her absence, Bishop Brown in his absence, Pastor Sherelle, Elder Miniweather, and Elder Farmer. Amen, amen. amen. Haven't seen your moments. Anyway, God is good, and let us raise the praise up in here today. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, God. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, God. Hallelujah, God. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We enter into thy gates with thanksgiving, O oh God, and we enter into thy courts with praise, O oh God. We come before you humbly before you, O oh God, to praise and worship you, O oh God, to magnify you, O oh God, to give you glory, O oh God. We come today, O oh God, to give you another praise, O oh God, from the rising of the sun to the setting of the same, O oh God. We will bless your name, O oh God. So with humble hands we clap, O oh God. We shout with a voice of triumph, O oh God. Hallelujah is the highest praise, O oh God. We provoke the Holy Spirit to come in here now, O oh God, and to have your way. Holy Spirit, come in and heal us. Holy Spirit, come in and set us free. Break chains, O oh God. Deliver, O oh God. We pray now, God, that the Spirit of love and joy and peace rest and abide in this place oh god we love you today oh god we give you glory and honor oh god we thank you for this worship experience oh god we thank you for another day that we've never seen to come together oh god to praise and worship you oh god in spirit and in truth oh god so we just come today oh god to shout with the voice of triumph hallelujah Hallelujah is the highest praise. Oh, God, we bless you today, oh, God. We pray for the rainbow work that's going to come forth, oh, God, the work that's going to come and, 
and bring healing and bring conviction, oh God, a word that's going to come and teach us how to live according to your will and your way, oh God. We thank you now, God, for the word that's coming forth, oh God. We bless your name for the word that's going to come and carry us through, oh God. We thank you now, God. Oh God, we know that when when we praise and bless you and praises go up, oh God, then you begin to move on our behalf, oh God. So allow our praise and our worship, oh God, to be sincere in this place, oh God, because we come with a need, oh God, a need that only you can meet, oh God. So we know that when we praise and bless you, oh God, you will meet that need for us, oh God. So meet the need today, oh God. Meet the need, oh God. Oh God, we give you glory and honor. We bless your holy name, oh God. For you are a righteous God. You are an awesome God. You are a forgiving God. You are a provider. You are a way maker in the middle of no way, oh God. And we bless you, oh God. We give you glory, oh God. We magnify you, oh God. We exalt you, oh God. For you are worthy of our praise, oh God. You are worthy to be lifted up, oh God. You are worthy to be exalted, oh God. You are worthy for our praise, oh God. We love you, oh God. We magnify you, oh God. We thank you for this time of worship, oh God. We love you, oh God. We magnify you, God. Oh God, what a mighty God we serve. What an awesome God we serve. What a great God we serve. There is no God like you, oh God, so we will praise you and worship you. We will exalt you and magnify you, for you have done marvelous things. You have done works exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever think or imagine, oh God. So we give you praise, oh God. We worship you, oh God. We pray now that this worship experience, oh God, touches us, oh God, in a way that you have never touched us before, oh God, that we will run and be servants to others, oh God, that when we will leave this place, we will serve according to your will and your way, oh God. We thank you, oh God, for the leader of this house, oh God, for her servitude, oh God, for her just right mind, oh God. We thank you, oh God. We lift her up before you, oh God. Oh, God, as we continue through this worship experience, oh, God, we know that your presence are here, oh, God. We feel your presence in this place, oh, God. We feel your Holy Spirit here, oh, God. So while you're here, oh, God, we welcome you into this place, oh, God. We lift up holy hands expecting a miracle, expecting a blessing, expecting you to do exceedingly and abundantly that all we can ever think or imagine, oh, God. We come with full expectation for you to do it, oh God, for you to have your way, oh God, for you to renew us, oh God, for you to rejuvenate us, oh God. We give you all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen, amen, and amen.
Good morning, good morning. Our scripture reading today is Psalm 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. For we are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. And unto his course with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. I've read you Psalms 100. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his holy word. Father God, as we come before you today, as humble as we know how, Lord God, we come before you empty, Lord God, because you are a full fountain, and you will let our cup overflow. We thank you, Lord God, for this day. Thank you for waking us up this day, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, that you allowed us to come once more and again unto the house of the Lord to give you praise, to give you glory, to give you honor, to worship you, to lift you up, Lord God, and to just let go of everything that's not like you. Father God, we come before you, Lord God. We thank you today, Lord God. 
We pray for the word that will come from Pastor, Lord God, the angel of this house, Lord God. Bless her, Lord God. Let let the word touch our hearts that we might live your word, Lord God. Not just be hearers, but be doers of your precious word, Lord God. For God, you are good. You are kind, Lord God. You are better to us than we can be to ourselves. So we lift you up, Lord God. We adore you today, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for everyone that's here, Lord God, for those that are on the broadcast, Lord God, for those that are at home, Lord God, and couldn't make it today but wanted to come, Lord God. Bless all of those that are sick among us, Lord God. God, just bless us, Lord God, as you see fit, Lord God, for you are in the blessing business, Lord God. And all we do, Lord God, is just stand with our arms open wide, Lord God, so that we might receive all that you have for us, Lord God. And then just not to hold it in, Lord God, but to be able to give it back out to the world as you would have us to do, Lord God. Go out and spread the good news, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ, the one who died for us, Lord God, the one who who, who bled on the cross, Lord God. Oh, God, we thank you. We thank you for your son, Lord God. You loved us enough, Lord God, that you let your son go in our stead, Lord God. And so, God, we thank you for your love, for your patience, for your joy. Thank you, Lord God, for this Sunday, Lord God. Thank you for this this um, Sunday for uh, worship in pink, Lord God, for all those that are cancer-free, for all those that Hallelujah. are still, still under chemo, Lord God. We pray for them, Lord God. We pray for them, Lord God, that the cancer will be removed, that it will be taken out of their bodies, Lord God. Some of us are 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 recipients, not recipients, but some of us have had cancer, and you removed it, Lord God. So, God, we thank you, Lord God, for the healing, Lord God, that you gave to us, Lord God. We thank you. We bless you, Lord God. We can't thank you enough for all that you've done for us, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. We lift up everybody in the church this morning, those that are on the radio, those that are at home just listening, Lord God. We pray for everybody, Lord God, that all will be well that the Lord will continue to bless us and keep us, Lord God. We pray for the word that will go forth today. We pray, Lord, that the word will be hid in our hearts that we might not sin against thee, Lord God, for you are loving and a great God. And we thank you, Lord God. We bless you, Lord God. We give you all the praise. We give you all the glory. We give you all the honor. For you are worthy, Lord God. You are worthy, Lord God. And we owe you another praise. Thank you, Lord God. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Come on and bless the Lord. Come on, stand to your feet. Let's give the Lord some praise today. Come on, stand up all over the sanctuary. Put your hands together and let's bless the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. 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 We honor the presence of the Lord. You may take your seats. It's such a good thing to be in the house of the Lord. Amen. Where we can come together to worship, to praise, and to magnify him, lift him up, and to exalt him. Amen. God is truly good. If I could get a little more volume on this mic, I might be all right. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you. Uh, we are truly excited about what the Lord has been doing in our midst. I want to say thank you. I said it on last Wednesday, 
Um, but I'm not sure if everyone heard it, but thank you to Elder Farmer, to Brother Farrell, Sister Vicki, Sister Tanya, Sister Yolanda, for holding it down on last Sunday. Amen. They were on assignment, and they did a great job of fulfilling that assignment, and I'm grateful to God for you all being present and being here and being ready to worship and to praise the Lord. Amen. We thank God that Pastor Brown and the St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church was here with us to worship with us, and I'm glad that you all had a wonderful time because we also had a wonderful time in Spokane. We missed you all, but we had a good time. Amen. The presence of the Lord was there, and we're just truly grateful to God for a blessing us to be able to travel. We had two cars leave here Friday morning, and they arrived safely Friday evening. And Friday night, six of us got on the plane and flew, and we made it and came back safely. And so we're just truly grateful to God for what God is doing in our midst and allowing us to see things on another level and to experience things. And so next time, I want all of us, amen, take a road trip, amen, amen. It'll be about that time for us to get ready to take a road trip. But we're truly grateful to God. I want to remind us that we will be having our annual fall, our annual prayer revival. Amen. It starts November the 1st through the 4th, amen, November the 1st through the 4th, Wednesday night at 7 to 8, we'll be on our prayer call. That number is 774-220-4000, and that code is 55558-POUND. That's Wednesday at 7, November the 1st, and Thursday the 2nd, we will be on Blog Talk. So We want everyone to be on Blog Talk, and then Friday night, beginning at 8 p.m., until 8 a.m. Saturday, we will be having a uh, all-night prayer visual. Amen. Amen. We will start at 8 p.m. and we will go to 8 a.m. and we'll be on the prayer line. We will also be doing the Daniel fast starting Wednesday, November the 1st at 8 a.m. Daniel fasted and he only had fruits and vegetables. Amen. And so that's what we want to do the first through the fourth, fruits and vegetables. No chicken, no hamburgers, no french fries, amen, because french fries, even though it's a potato, once you take it and fry it, it's no longer a vegetable, amen? It becomes a starch, amen, something else. And so we want to make sure that we are, are doing our fast. If you're drinking coffee, no cream, no sugar, amen? Amen. Drinking tea, no, no, no cream, no sugar, just tea. Amen. Um, we want, you know, whole 100% juice. If you got to drink juice, water is very good for us. Amen. Amen. Water is very good for us. But we want to do this. Why do we want to fast and why do we want to pray? God has blessed us down through the years. And if he blesses us to see 2024, don't you want to be found doing the will of God? Living according to the purpose that God has for you. Don't, don't you, I don't, 
That's my desire. My desire is to be doing the will of God, not not what Kim wants to do, but what does God want for Kim to do in 2024? And so as we're looking at what 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 does God want for me as an individual, we're also searching to find out what does God want for this ministry. You've kept us here almost 40 years. 40 years. What is the purpose God has for us? We want to be found doing the will of the Lord. And so we're going to seek God together individual for our individual desires, purpose, and then for our corporate desire and purpose. I know I want us to do a great work, and I want us to be a light in this community. I want us to be a witness in this community. But what does God want for us to do? Amen? And then we want him to do just like we're going to talk about with David today, uh, honor that promise, amen, and then provide what we need, amen? And so we're just truly grateful to God for that. And then we're going to come together for our family um, meeting, which is uh, November the 18th. That's the 19th, Mother. The 18th? 18th? November the 18th, Saturday at 11 a.m. November the 18th will be our family meeting. And so we're asking everyone to please be present on the 18th. For those that are shut in, we will make it possible for them to be a part of our meeting as we move forward um, with the plan that God has given us for 2024. Amen? Amen. Those were the only announcements I think that I had. Um, concerning November, um, we definitely want to do. Um, I've got some Thanksgiving turkeys and boxes coming, so we might not have to do a lot of work this year. So we will have turkeys and we will have boxes, and we're going to give to the community, and then we'll make sure there's enough to give to the church family. Amen. So there will be um, turkeys and boxes coming. Amen. Um, We're truly grateful to God for this season of thankfulness that's coming. Amen. Uh, Let us continue to pray for those that are sick among us. Um, Evangelist Hardaway, her grandson, Devon, keep them lifted up in prayer. Minister Lee, let's continue to pray for her. Deaconess Vern Sanders. Let us continue to keep her lifted up in prayer. Um, Mother Gloria McClendon, Mother Carolyn Mays, our very own Deacon Ray Gwynn, and there are so many others that are dealing with sickness and infirmities in our bodies. And we're waiting on the doctors to make decisions and make choices and tell us this and tell us that. And so along the way, sometimes some people get a little discouraged in the wait. But the Bible tells us to be encouragers one to another. So let us not forget to reach out and call our brothers and sisters to encourage them, amen, to keep them lifted up, to keep them um, with their minds stayed on Jesus. We thank God um, that he kept Deaconess Mac, as she 
had surgery. We thank God for keeping her. Um, and we just want to continue to keep each other lifted up in prayer. Amen. And we're truly honored that God blesses us with his presence and he adorns us. Amen. With his grace and his mercy. Amen. Uh, let's check our line. If there's anybody worshiping with us today for the first time on the line, we want to give you the opportunity to say hello and to greet us. Um, if you are worshiping with the Greater St. Stephen's Church family for the first time and you're calling in, press 1. We would like to, to say hello to you, and we would like for you to say hello to us. And while we're waiting, we do have some guests in the house with us. Amen. Yes, amen, that are visiting for the first time. And I know they're a little shy. That's okay. Amen. But um, they're looking over their mask, their eyes just moving. Um, but if you, if you just stand and tell us your name, I won't, I won't do nothing else. Amen. If you can stand and tell us your name. Amen. Those are twin sisters, Paige and Paris. Amen. They they are our our, our family to us. They at Sister Kamisha's house, and they call her mom, and so that makes us family. Amen. And so we are so glad that you all came to worship with us on today. We hope and pray. Is there anybody on the line? Amen. We hope and pray that that during our worship experience, something will be said to help you want to know who God is, and if you already know him, something be said to intensify your love relationship with him and to increase your faith and to enlarge your territory because it's all about having a relationship with God. And so we thank you for being guests with Brother Jeremiah and Sister Kamisha today. And on behalf of myself, Pastor Kimberly Black, and the entire Greater St. Stephen's Missionary Baptist Church, we want to say to you both, thank you for, amen, amen. Thank you for popping in. And so we're really grateful to God for all of you being with us. Amen. Uh, let's ready, make ready now to worship God. You know what we forgot? We stopped doing it in the house because we made it possible but people were saying, how do I give my offering? Because people have forgot, you know, because we don't say it anymore. So let's, let's get an offering basket. And if you have offering, let's get the offering today. Amen. Let's collect our tithes and our offering. Amen. Amen. You can give that to Aiden. Aiden, can you bring the offering basket up here and hold it for us today? Amen. Come on up front. Thank you, baby. Now, we're not going to take long to do this, but if you have your tithes and your offering, you can bring it today. If not, you can also stand right here, baby, right here in front. Thank you. You can also give through the Cash App. It's GSSNBC, dollar sign, um, PDX, GSSNBC, PDX. Woo, amen. Cash App. Dollar sign GSSMBCPDX. You can give your tithes and offerings through that, or you can write a check, do cash, bring it today, or you can drop it off at the house. Amen. But we got to remember, amen, to get back to some of those things, amen, because we have been 
for getting them. So if you have anything to bring, please bring it today. Amen. Please bring your tithes and your offering. Amen. My Bible teaches us that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. Amen. And we ought to be cheerful givers. Thank God for each of you. Elder, can you get my book from there? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Don't forget that we are still um, collecting for our 40th church anniversary. Yes, yes, yes. It's coming right around the corner. <laughs> Before you know it, it will be August. Amen. And so we are, we are, we are, we have a goal of four thousand dollars. Amen. But I know that we can, we can surpass that. Amen. We're asking each member to give four hundred dollars. You've been given envelopes. Deaconess, our chair lady for our um, at church anniversary, has given each of us envelopes. Amen. And you can give, you know, the whole $400, or you can do $40 a month, or you can, however the Lord blesses you, amen. But we're asking each member to give $400 for our church anniversary, amen. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Father God, we just thank you for your presence. We thank you, oh God, for being so good and so great and so wonderful. And now we ask, dear Lord, that you would just bless Lord God, the tithes and the offering that have come this morning, may it be continue to be used to give you glory to advance the kingdom of God, that we may continue to do ministry like Jesus, that we may continue to spread the gospel and the good news of Jesus Christ. Lord, we love you today. We appreciate you, and we give you the glory and the honor. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Come on and put your hands together. Let's prepare now. Help him get where he needs to go, amen. Help, let's prepare now for our praise and worship, amen. Come on, let's stand to our feet. We praise God, amen, for who he is. I'm, I'm getting all this going, going backwards today, y'all. Pray for me. We praise God for what he has done. We worship him for who he is, Amen. Amen. I, I told Sister Lanisha I need to make an attempt to get up and out of the house every day. Amen. Because staying home every day is, is doing something to a sister's mind and body. Amen. Can't stay at home every day all day. Amen. So let's pray for me. Amen. But we praise him for what he has done. What has he done for you lately? Oh, you ain't got to go back to last week. Just think about what happened this morning. Because he woke you up this morning. He closed you in your right mind. He gave you the activities of your limbs. Come on. He put clapping in your hands. He put something in your feet. God is so good. And he is so worthy. Uh, we're going to attempt to, to do, do, do something today. Amen. So pray for us. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. We love you, we love you, we love you, Lord, today, because you care for us in a such a special way. That's why we praise you, we lift you up, and we man. 
That's why our hearts are filled with praise. Yeah, come on, let's corporately praise and say it again. We love you. We love you. Sounds nice. We love you. We love you, Lord, today. Because you care for us in such a special way. That's why we praise you. We lift you up and we magnify your name. That's why our hearts are filled with praise. Say it one more time. We love, come on, we love you. We love you. We love you, Lord, today, because you care for us in such a special way. That's why we praise you. We lift you up and we'll magnify your name. That's why our hearts are filled with praise. Now let's make this personal. My heart, my heart, my mind, my mind, my soul, my soul belongs to you. You paid the price for me. Way back on Calvary. That's why I praise, I lift you up, I magnify, that's why my heart is filled, come on and say it again, my heart, my mind, my soul, my mind, my soul belongs to you. You paid the price for me. Way back on Calvary, you gave your life, your hung, bled, and died. That's why I lift you up. I magnify. That's why my heart is filled with praise. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Oh, say it, I love you. I love you. I love you, Lord. I love you. I love you, Lord, today. Because. In such a special way, that's why I lift you up, I magnify, 
That's why my heart is filled with praise. That's why my heart is filled. When I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that he's done for me, my soul will bless the Lord at all times. I lift my hands to give you glory and honor. Make a boast in you, Lord, oh God. You've been so good to me. You've been better to me than I've been to myself. I love you more today than I did on yesterday. My heart is filled with praise. That's why my heart is filled with praise. Come on, let's put your hands together if you want to command your soul to do some things. Every now and then we have to say, self, that's okay, talk back. Self say, yes. You say, praise the Lord. Magnify the Lord. Bless the Lord. Because your body is stiff, your body is sore, your body is tired. But you are God. Another praise. Come on, hallelujah. I command my mind to bless 
command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to bless the Lord. I command my soul to bless the Lord. So, so. Come on in. So, so. Come on in. So, so. Come on in. Amen. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. I stand before you to announce our Worship in Pink activity. Everybody looks so wonderful in their pink. Let's clap it up for us. We did that. We look wonderful in our Worship in Pink. This year, we will be making um, a canvas painting of a breast cancer awareness um, ribbon. And this, after our worship experience out in the vestibule, I am, we are asking that everyone um, thumbprint. I have paint, and I have a white. So you, um, get, you choose your shade of pink. I have a few shades of pink to choose from. You get a thumbprint and you make your mark on the canvas that I that we have out there, and at the end of it, it will create the actual ribbon in different shades of pink. Amen, amen. And we will also have a light, healthy, with one requested pink cookie. <laughs> I found a for you. Um, so we have a little healthy take and go with cranberries, blueberries, and a crystallite water packet and a water. So just to help us, you know, um, for breast cancer awareness, the more you know, the better it is. And the cancer, this type of, let me slow down, breast cancer is treatable, and it, it becomes treatable the sooner you know. So the, the sooner that we know our bodies and we do our regular monthly exams and go to the doctor. Everyone has breast tissue. Men and women can get this type of cancer. So the more we know, the better we know our bodies and take care of ourselves, the more that we can keep this cancer at bay. So I'm encouraging everyone to get your mammograms, encourage others to get their mammograms, um, because our our culture is mostly affected by it, so we need to spread the word. Awareness means to spread the word. So spread the word about breast cancer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. 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 It's time for us to come to the altar, that we may come together to pray together, and that we may hear from God. Amen. Family that prays together stays together. And we're just trusting and believing God to just be so good and so kind and so gracious towards us. As we are praying, we're praying this morning that the word of God, as it comes forth, we will hear what the Spirit is saying to us and that we would live in obedience to his word. Amen. 
Let us not forget to keep our sick and shut in, lifted up in prayer, praying for all of those that are standing in need of prayer today. I need thee, oh, I need thee. Gracious and heavenly Father, we come before your throne of grace this morning, Father, just thanking you for the opportunity to pray and to seek your face. Father, we come because we love you today. We come because it's an honor and a privilege and a pleasure to be able to come to your throne of grace just to have a little talk with you. And so, Father, as we come, Lord God, we want you to talk back to us today, Lord. We want to hear from you today, Father. We want your word to be crystal clear, Father, that we would all understand what it is you expect from us from this lesson. What is the aim of this lesson? What is the meaning and the purpose of this message in my life? So, God, make it clear to us today. Father, we also pray for those that are sick among us, Father. Touch, heal, and deliver, Father. Let your healing virtue flow from the crown of their heads to the sole of their feet. Lord, increase their faith that they would believe your word. Your word said it's by your stripes that we are healed. So, God, bring forth healing power now, Lord God. Lord, touch those of us in this place that have never confessed Christ as Lord and Savior. Give us, God, a spirit to hear. Let the Holy Spirit shake us up and stir us up that we may confess you as Christ today, that we may say that you are our God, you are our Savior, you are our King, and we love you today. Lord, touch those of us that are being held captive, captive in our bodies, captive in our minds, captive by our finances, captive by loved ones. Set us free today, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Lord God, touch, Lord. We confess our sins to you today. We repent of our sins. You said you're faithful and just to forgive us. So forgive us, Father. Forgive us, Lord God. And as we stand in this place, we dare not forget to pray for the peace of Israel. Lord, you know what's going on in Afghanistan and Israel and Gaza. You know what's going on in Russia, Ukraine. You know what's going on in the United States of America. You know, Father, what's going on with our world leaders. We pray that they will love mercy too justly and walk humbly before our God. 
your will be done. Just like you can change the channels of the river, change the hearts of men and women today, that they may look to the hills so it cometh their help, realizing that all their help comes from you. We thank you, Father. Bless our ears that we may hear, our eyes that we may see, our hearts that we may receive, that we may be doers and not just hearers of your holy word. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Thank God and amen. Come on, clap your hands and give him praise. Hallelujah. You may go back to your seat. Hallelujah. Where he leads me, I will follow. Where he leads me, I will follow. Your front of your book, and it's it's letter 
X. So that's page, what, 10? It's the letter X. X is at the very bottom. And we started this on the first Sunday of September. All right? So weeks one through four are September. Weeks five through nine are October. Uh, Y'all should be writing this down, drawing lines. Amen. Some of us got it already. But I'm trying to help those of us that don't have it. Amen. Because people are saying, I kept getting lost in this book. So I'm trying to be a helper one to another. Amen. All right, weeks 5 through 9 are October. Weeks 10 through 13, November. You can just underline the week and write October right there. Everybody see it? You're there? So underneath week 9, draw a line. And then on that line, write October. Under week 13, draw a line. And at that line, write November. Right? 14 starts December. So 14 through 18 is December. So there's only four Sundays in November? Yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I got it the line drawn right. I'm sorry. Week 14 through 18 is December. And then week 19 through 22 is January. All right? Did I help you out? All right. Amen. 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 So I, I, I trust that you can, can, can move it, move, move the line down. Just count the Sunday. Amen. So um, week Nine is in October, then November starts week 10, December starts week 14, January starts week 19. That should help us begin to navigate this book a little better. Amen? Amen. All right. Today our lesson comes from Second Samuel chapter 7. The focus are verses 1 through 13, but I want to read verses, because that's in your book. I actually want to read verses uh, 12 through 16. You can, 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 can read... I'm going to start at verse 12 and read through 16 because this is actually the promise that God had given to David. And I'm reading from the New Living Translation. It says, For when you die, This is God talking to David. He says, For when you die and are buried with your ancestors, I will raise up one of your descendants, your own offspring, and I will make his kingdom strong. He is the one who will build a house, a temple for my name. 
and I will secure his royal throne forever. Verse 14 says, I will be his father, and he will be my son. If he sins, I will correct and discipline him with the rod like any father would do. Verse 15 says, but my favor will not be taken from him as I took it from Saul, whom I removed from your sight. Verse 16 says, your house and your kingdom will continue before me for all time, and your throne will be secure forever. May the Lord add a blessing to the readers, the hearers, and the doers of his word. The aim for this lesson today is to help us be able to list all of the components that God promised to David. I just read them to you. Those were the, the promises. David is, is, is everybody's favorite person because we can all identify with him. We may not have been out on a porch gazing on another woman bathing or a man bathing and lusted them and wanted them and sent our homies to go get them so that we could have them for ourselves. We may not have done all that, but that's what David did. And David lied with Bathsheba, knowing that Bathsheba had a husband that served in the king's army. David was the king of Israel. It was his job to protect them, to get them to, to, to dwell in the place that God had promised to Abraham. And so while he being king, he got full of himself, and he lusted for this man's wife. That's a sin. And that's why I said we can all identify with David. Because once upon a time, we all have sins. So David just didn't stop there. You tell one lie, you got to tell another lie to cover that lie. So David didn't stop there when he found out that old girl was, had conceived. And her husband had been away. He sent word for her husband to come and have a small retreat and spend time with his wife and allow some good home-cooked food. Now Uriah was, was committed. He was dedicated. He was loyal to the king's army. And he felt like, how is it that I can come and enjoy the luxuries and the pleasures of life when my fellow brothers are out on the, the battlefield fighting to protect what we have here at home? So I'm not going to go in the house and eat Bathsheba's greens and cornbread and 
smother pork chops and bacabla and pie and cake. I'm not going to go in. Not going to go in and look at her because she's beautiful. She's fine, and I know she smells right good. I'm going to lay right here on the porch. I'm going to sleep outside because the rest of my brothers are outside sleeping. Their lives are in danger. But for some reason, I've been afforded this pleasure. So Uriah did not go in the house of Bathsheba. David's plan got messed up. So what does he do? He writes a letter. He writes a letter, and he gives the letter to Uriah. And he tells Uriah, deliver this letter to your commanding officer. So Uriah, being loyal, faithful, obedient, dutiful, takes this letter to the commanding officer. He gave the letter to the commanding officer. The commanding officer looks at the letter. He said, this is from the king himself. He opens it. He reads it. And I can only imagine him looking back up at Uriah after reading the letter that came from the king. For the letter that the king had written was to put Uriah on the front line. Y'all, Uriah delivered his own death sentence. All of this was done by King David. We know David to be the shepherd boy. He watched over his dad's sheep. And we know that he came from the house of Jesse. And when they were getting ready to find a king, Saul went to Jesse's house. And he overlooked David because David was kind of like uh, Aiden, not like Elder Farmer. See, Elder Farmer, stand up. You, you, you look like a, a king. Because of your height and your statue. Stand up, Aiden. We wouldn't call you a king because you're just short. You're little. You're young. But when God is in the plan, he can use Aiden quicker than he can use Elder Farmer. Because God is in it. And so what happened here happened here. So, so, so Saul anointed all of Jesse's sons, started with the biggest one, the oldest one, and the oil just sat on the top of his head. But when he got to the little puny boy, the shepherd boy, the youngest, the baby, when he poured the oil, the oil began to drip down, fall down which was a sign of God's favor being on his life. He would then become the next king of Israel. It didn't happen overnight. It took some time. He had to wrestle with a bear, a lion. He had to kill the Israel's biggest enemy, 
the Philistine. He killed that giant. That little boy did. With the grace of God. If God be for me, if God be for me, it's nothing too hard for God. God can take take Aiden and kill the giant and do mighty, wonderful things even through a child. So in our story here, we find that God made a covenant with David. The covenant is a formal agreement between two parties. When people get married, they make a covenant. When people go into business with each other, you, when you go to the bank to borrow some money, there's a covenant there. There's an agreement there that the bank is going to give you the money, and then you're going to what? Pay it back. It's an agreement. It's, it's a two-sided thing. It takes both of us to do uh, the 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 the. the to do the covenant, to see the manifestation of the covenant. Covenants are built and developed on trust. Covenants are built and developed on trust. In our lesson, we find uh, this man by the name of Nathan who's been by David's side ever since he became the king. He was kind of like his confidant, somebody that David could talk to, somebody that David could tell all of his secrets to, somebody that David could tell all of his problems to, somebody that kept it real with David even though he was the king. Let me give you another story about David. And Nathan, there was a man who owed the king some money. And the king was, you know, he wasn't having mercy on, on, on there, oh, let me back up. There was a man that owed another man some money. And they came to the king to get it resolved. Because this man didn't honor the covenant. I let him borrow the money. He owes me money. He didn't pay the money back. What do I do? What did David say? Be gracious unto the man. Show the man some mercy. Show the man some kindness. And then a couple of days later, the tables were turned. Somebody owes David something. And he comes to David and he says, King, I know I owe you this money and I don't have it. You know, I just need you to be gracious. I just need you to be kind. Just, you know, give me a few, few, few more days. Give me a few more weeks. And then David started acting like the Godfather. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. You give my money back, or you going to jail? I'm, or you, you? I'm, I'm not fixing to wait on you. I'm not gonna do that. Nathan comes to the king, talks to the king. He says, now, I remember not too long ago, you gave some advice to another man because another man owed him some money. And you told this other man to have mercy, to be kind, to be gracious. 
But she wasn't doing that to this man. So what, what, what am I saying? Everybody needs somebody that will tell you when your stuff stinks. You need somebody in your life to remind you from where you've come from to, so that you don't think of yourself more greater than you are. There ought to be somebody in your life that you trust enough that when they come to you because you are in left field and they're trying to reel you in and pull you back so you can get on the right path, that will be somebody in your life like Nathan. Nathan here um, was able to speak to the king. David, in our lesson, wanted to build God, he had got the Ark of the Covenant back, and we know the Ark of the Covenant was the presence of God, and it was living behind a sheet, behind a curtain. And David felt some kind of way about this, because here he was living in this big old fine palace, big old nice house, and the thing that protects us, the thing that guides us, the thing that orders our steps, the thing that leads us and guides us, the thing that supplies and meets our every need is living behind a sheet. David wanted to build the Lord a house. So he shares his dream, his vision, his thoughts with Nathan. Now, Nathan messed up right here, y'all, because uh, as we'll see in the scripture text, Nathan was one that would hear from God. So, so your confidant person, your person that's in your corner is not a yes man. It's one that hears from God. It's one that prays, one that studies the word of God. Don't just have anybody speaking over your life. Don't just let anybody pray over you. So, so here he here he is. He's saying uh, uh, Nathan is, is at this time he missed the mark because when David said, "I want to build God a house," David Nathan told David, "Do what your heart delights." Now, all of us in here have made plans. Some of us, our plans that we made did not include God. Some of the plans that we made weren't even given to us by God. They were just plans. And that's what David had here. He had a plan. And Nathan missed the mark because he did not ask the question. What did God say? Is this according to the will of God? That, 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 that's how your person should talk to you that's in your life. If you wake up, you married, and you go and you tell your, your, your person, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go file for a divorce. And if they say, yeah, go ahead and do it, you better quit talking to that person. If, if you go and tell that person, I'm going to quit my job and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sell my house, I'm going to sell my car, and I'm just going to live out on the street. And if they don't ask you the question, is this the will of God? You better go back and consult God. 
Because God do tell us to do those type of things so that he can prove to those that are watching that he is still God. He is still faithful to his word. He will still honor his word. He will still provide. He will still make a way. So Nathan here, when you look at your, you look at your lesson, you will find that he did not ask David, was this the will of God? He just went with it. He went with it. And that night, I think that's verse 4, Nathan went home. When he got home, he got in a place where it was quiet, where he could hear. And guess who starts to talk? The Lord God begins to talk to Nathan. And what does he say? He says, go tell my servant David that the Lord said he should not build me a house to dwell in. Then he goes on to tell Nathan, he says that um, I, 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 I have not dwelled in any house since the time that I brought up the children of Israel out of Egypt. He said, I've been walking in that tent ever since. I've been with that tabernacle ever since. So can I pause for a moment just to, to give us some, some, some out-of-the-box experience right here? God doesn't live in this building. He lives in us. We are the temple where he wants to dwell, where he wants to rule, where he wants the manifestation of his glory to come out and be revealed among men and women. We are the temple. God wants to dwell in us. So verse 7, he tells him, he says, look at what I've done for the children of Israel. I didn't have no house to do it in. He said, when they were in the wilderness, I led them. I was a cloud, a pillar, a fire, a cloud by day, a fire by night. I led them through the wilderness. I didn't have a house to live in. I provided for them. They were in the desert. They, 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 they died because of disobedience. But I was there to provide for them and to keep them in the wilderness. Then in verse 8, he says, now say unto my servant David, who was a sheep herder before he became king. What is happening here? God is, 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 is giving Nathan David's history. He's reminded him of who he was, what he's been through, and who he is today. And he's reminding him it wasn't on David's accord. It wasn't on Jesse's accord. It wasn't because of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. It wasn't because of Moses. It was because of the Lord, his God, the I am, the Holy One. It was me who made him become the king. I put favor on his life. I protected him from Saul when Saul wanted to kill him. 
gave him the wisdom and the knowledge to kill the giant. It was me that gave him the testimony of Psalms 23. Because I showed him what it looked like to walk in green pastures. I showed him what it tasted like to be able to rest in the meadow grass. See, when God gives us rest, when God gives us rest, that, 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 that verse, um, what verse is that? Verse number uh, one, he talks about giving David rest. When God gives us rest, he can then talk to us. Some of us ain't rested in a long time. I mean, really rest to where you hear the voice of God speaking to you, saying, this is my will for you. This is my purpose for you. This is what I have ordained you to do. This is what I have purposed. It's in rest in God that he can speak to us. Sometimes you got to turn off the TV, silence the cell phone, get in a quiet place, so that you can hear the presence of God, that there's nothing else going on in your mind. Sometimes I have to pray and say, Lord, rest my mind. Because I'm thinking about 25 different things, and I'm only one person. And every now and then, that's my prayer, Lord, rest my mind so that I don't hear about this, 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 that. They were reading my bio, and they were talking about me in, in Spokane, because she's a mother, she's a daughter, she, you know, she's a this, she's a that, and all of that races through my mind every day. But every now and then I need some rest so that the servant can hear from the master so that the servant can live according to what the master has planned and purposed. God reminds Nathan of what he's done for David. Every now and then you need somebody to pull your coattail and remind you that you ain't always been the stuff. You ain't always been that bag of chips. You ain't always been the top dog. Every now and then we have to have somebody remind us from whence we have come. And then to remind us you didn't do it because you looked so good or you had so much money or you smelled good or you slept with the right one or you said the right one or you knew the right one, but it was God, his mercy and his grace. We find here that God, in verse 10, um, and I, I want to point this out because of the times that we are living in today, Israel is in war. And in this passage of scripture, it says God will cause Israel to stand. God is going to cause Israel to have the victory God is going to cause Israel, come on somebody, to live at peace. God is going to cause the enemies of Israel to sit at their feet. 
while he prepares the table before them. If he did it then, he can do it now. So let's get to the meat of this passage of scripture, and I'm almost done. The covenant is found in verses 12 through 16. And this is what I want you all to hear, what God promised to David. He promised David, it won't be you, but it will be your children. It will be the legacy that I have given you that you will leave for your children. So not only will Solomon build me a temple, but his children and his children's children will be protected and blessed because of your character and your heart. Because of the covenant you made with me. We're, we're not doing this for ourselves. Everybody wants their children to be blessed. Everybody wants their children's children to be blessed. So you got to honor the covenant that God made with you. Because he's going to keep his word. He's not going to lie. He's not even going to have to go back on his word because he's not going to repent. So what's our word for today? Our word for today is covenant. So as usual, I've been giving us some things to help us keep our covenant. First thing we want to do is concentrate on keeping our temples holy. We want to concentrate on keeping our temple holy. C is concentrate on keeping our temple holy. Holy. Oh, we want to obey God's word. We want to obey God's word. V, voice your dreams and your visions to someone who has the heart of God. Voice your dreams and vision with someone who has the heart of God. E, Always have your ears open to hear God's voice. Always have your ears open to hear God's voice. The end. Never let your actions, your words, or deeds to cause you to break the covenant with God. Never let your actions, your words, or your deeds cause you to break your covenant with God. Faith without works is dead, y'all. Amen? A, we must align ourselves to the will of God. We want to do what God has commissioned and commanded us to do, but we want to do it in God's timing because we don't want to mess up the blessing for our children and our children's children. In, never say that a blessing delayed is a blessing denied. Never say that a blessing delayed is a blessing denied. 
And T is trust God's plan for your life. This is how we're going to be able to keep our covenant agreement with God, that he will protect and bless our children and our children's children's children. So the best thing that we can do for our children and our children's children's children is to keep a covenant relationship with God. And we do that by following these principles from this word covenant. Amen? The lesson application. This week, focus on God's covenant to you as a believer in Jesus Christ. Remind yourself that God's promises are more sure than any problem or difficult circumstance we face. Spend time praising God for his word, his promises, and his love for you. Keep a journal of your activities that you do this week to help you to apply this lesson to your life. Amen? Let us stand. Amen? Hallelujah. Every head is bowed and every eye is closed. Every head is bowed, every eye is closed. If there is one here today who has never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you've learned something about him today, that have caused you to say, I want to know more about him. Because I want to be a partaker of the protection, the provision, and the promises of God, not just for myself, but for my children and my children's children's children. If you're here today and you've never received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, this appeal is to you. If you have never confessed Christ, we want to offer Christ to you today. If there's one, just lift your hand so that we can pray the prayer of faith with you today, the prayer of salvation. Hallelujah. If there's one here today and you are searching, seeking for a church home and you want to unite with a church where you can grow in grace and the knowledge of the Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you want to be at a place where you can fellowship and have brothers and sisters to encourage you and, and grow together. This appeal is to you. We want to invite you to become a part of the Greater St. Stephen Mission of the Church family, where we are the church of love on the grow. Gracious Father, we thank you for this lesson, this word, this message. We thank you for speaking directly to us today. And, Father, we have heard what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to the church, and we pray now that it has fallen on good ground and that we would cultivate it, nurture it, water it, and you give increase in your time. We thank you, Father, for your word today that has come to make us stronger, to make us better, 
and to increase our faith and to help us continue to trust you and to honor the covenant that you made with us. Thank you, Father, for being good, for being our protector, our provider, our way maker. We love you today. We give you the highest praise. And now I pray that the grace of God and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit will rest, rule, and abide with us hence, now, and forever. What I say unto one, I say unto all, watch, pray, live holy every day. In Jesus' name, be blessed. Have a blessed week. Amen. And don't forget tonight, 8 o'clock, the light of Portland. Amen. Wednesday night, Bible study. Tuesday and Thursday, join us for prayer. Amen. Be blessed.